Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio, episode 15. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. For all of the resources mentioned in this episode, check out our show notes at rebelgururadio.com forward slash episode 15. In this episode, Eric answers questions regarding simulated reality. You should listen to episode 14 first, as it sets the stage for this discussion. Learn how to disconnect and become an operational consciousness separate from the matrix. Enjoy! You want to get warmed up? My mind is still blown over that one class that you taught in, in, your, in your house. I mean, Catherine still are like, like, are you still thinking about it? Like, yes. <laughs> it's like... Well, I've been, I've been honestly thinking about pushing it further from the last class I did for in Sarun and um, debating back and forth with myself as to how far can can I push it you know well what was interesting is like I talk to people and they say like after that Sarun class like yeah I knew that you know and um, they're like yeah I kind of figured that you know he's been kind of talking about that for years and I did too, but it, it, it isn't really, how real is it? How real is real? Yeah. And this is my point, is that everybody understands it, but they don't believe it. Right. You, you understand? Yes. And it's only when you finally believe it that you actually attain enlightenment, ironically, because you really understand everything that you need to understand to understand it all. Does, does that make sense? And that's the problem. It's one thing to say, I know it, I understand it, and, and you know, in theory, you get it. But, but there is a moment of revelation. This is when you have, you know, like the Buddha, Siddhartha under the tree. I mean, what was it that he really thought? I mean, you know, everybody just imagine, oh, he's having happy thoughts. He's thinking absolutely nothing, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm in light. Well, th this is his 10,000 times sitting under a Bodhi tree meditating per se. Why this time versus every other? He understood reality was an illusion, but he didn't believe it. It was only at the moment of belief that, that it finally hit him in the right way that made him dial in. So what makes enlightenment so specialized? Why isn't everybody enlightened, okay? Because everybody can't understand this. They can understand it in theory, but really to believe it, to really have that, it's there, okay, is 
one in a million. So at the end of the day, that's what it really comes down to is what do I say? What can I do to make that revelation really complete? And the question is, is are they capable of handling that realization, that revelation and function in the world? Well, I don't know about the whole thing about being depressed or whatever after because already it's like it's kind of primed to understand that everything is so big that you're kind of in a certain way insignificant. So it doesn't make you any less insignificant, you know. It's well, different people, different things. I mean, when you know the whole process of what you guys are learning leads to a pivotal point. And that pivotal point ironically comes down, but once you go through that little tiny point of realization, it expands out again because it's it's everything takes on a whole deeper meaning. The idea of teaching everything for the, over a decade now is that it's preparation to get your mind, your your thinking, your sensory, all everything kind of in the right place in order to wrap your your mind around something that truly is profound. So when you guys are proposed with this, and you know, it's like me kind of uh, testing the, the temperament of people. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I've talked about it before. Oh, I've dropped this or that. Yes, I've covered carols. Yes, I've done the lost room. All of these things are preparation to get you guys kind of ready for that, that big revelation of realism. Right. And that's the bottom it's, line. It's the, the dance, the playback and forth. Well, I, I think people get it. They, 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 they totally accept the idea, okay, we live in this and that and everything. But until you internally come to that, that true revelation, you're going to go through a kind of death because you, you no longer can, can see things the same way. So when I say depression, um, you know, there's a depression because it's like, okay, what is the meaning of life? What is the purpose of this all? Is there something more real than, than I am real? Yada, yada, yada. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't change anything from what you know. What it really does is it just, it's just a, yet another big layer removed that you thought you removed all these layers and had clarity. No. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the real. You've prepared for for it, and you've seen the transformation happening. Stuff, but really, I mean, it's the fear of really being insignificant or unimportant, or and putting it into perspective. There is the the level of how can I be, you know, useful. You know, I, I've often said until you have the revelation of the truth, you're limited as to what you can affect. And the reason why someone who can do the miraculous or appear to bend physics, okay, is because in their mind they see reality in a different means, in a different way than everybody else. So, but, but if you really think about it, I mean, really, if you think about everything that's paranormal, metaphysical, spiritual, from astral projection to mind projection to miracles of walking on water to to just ESP telepathy it's one thing to look at it with science and go wow you know it's really kind of hard to wrap your mind around but you know here's science saying we're getting pretty sure that we live in 
a holographic reality or an illusion or whatever you want, okay? Once you get past that and you relook at stuff, it's just like, you know, uh, I figure which scientist was, was saying this, is like when you wrap your head around it, it makes the whole idea of religion kind of shocking. And it's not really religion, it's, it's spirituality because where these people talk about this kind of phenomenon, okay, when you think about it, if we lived in a kind of program to the level of society what we can understand, okay, then everything makes sense. Everything comes becomes absolutely real. And when I say to you, well, you know, when we look at stuff and we say, okay, well, you know, this miracle happened, we call it a miracle. But those of us who really want it, we want to know. So we can get on a cellular structure, we can get on energy, we can get all this. But really, yet there's this whole other level of, well, if it's a program, then we can fully grasp our mind around the idea of reprogramming or changing code. And, you know, dimensions are simply other programs running at the same time as us. And one leaping over to the other or accidentally blending for a temporary moment because it's a glitch makes perfect sense. When you look at reality from that perspective and you think of ghosts and entities and phenomena and it being so elusive, it makes perfect sense. Everything comes together and it's, it's adding up all of that that at some point blows your mind mm -hmm. and yeah. that mind-blowing effect is a death it's a death because you can no longer look at yourself and think of yourself as yourself you can understand it you can say oh here's my machine i've taught you all of this i've prepared you but the real revelation is at some moment something's going to be an epiphany as as i'm teaching you as i'm talking as i'm giving you different perspectives and that is the the shocker moment you know so that's why because it's um I was seeing this video on TED Talks, this guy saying, you know, we did live in a holographic reality, then all these quirks with physics, how things work on a micro level differently, now all that makes, makes sense. perfect sense. <laughs> and it's the truth. And, you know, I often say, you know, the more you understand, the more awake and the more powerful, the more spiritual you become. It's, it's what you understand is energy. It's, it's consciousness, it's energy. And it's the only thing that can move between this space, this program, and others. You know, it always brings you back to the, the brilliant, the genius of the movie The Matrix, because a lot of that already is seeded. It's just that I doubt that the, the creators really in-depthly could understand it. And I think that there was a lot of homework done on from Hinduism to Buddhism and everything that was drawn in there because I can plainly see it. But at the end of the day, you know, there are some cliches of truth, but on an other level, it's, in my opinion, it's so medieval compared to, to the logic of today it, from my perspective that what anybody thinks at this moment is going to to no matter how cut and edge it is in 10 years it's going to be like oh my god there, we understand so much more and the idea is for me to have my students beyond even that but when i talk about folding space when i talk about pushing reality when i talk about it, that time is coming soon that technology is immersive that knowledge is going to start unfolding i expect the next 10 years to be really revelationary okay uh, and very interesting. And so I see the dynamic of consciousness, spirituality, 
uh, progression in the uh, emergence into science and technology, and it's starting to make sense. Once you remove all the, the quackery, which I'm always trying to get out with the new age crap and all this other stuff, this is when you get down to the nuts and bolts. This is when you start to understand the quantum physics of it and how to make that work and having technology to enhance it. But you will always need a navigator. You always need somebody dialed into the big computer. And they have to be skilled enough to move that information out so it can be working with technology. Do you understand? And uh, so it's, it's very interesting. It's just like with AI. You know, AI is still within the realms of, if you want to call this a program, and it, it's not able necessarily to escape it. Whereas you have certain individuals, for whatever reasons, if you will, that somehow are able to move between these planes, or you could call them computer programs, when they're in the right state of mind, when they have good practice. And that is something we're going to have to go to. And it always brings me back to the Dune series and how brilliant that was and why I think we end up at Santa Rosa without ever knowing that the author really got his first genius thoughts on it, you probably hear. And that is is to, to say that they basically started off very similar to Fold Space, that, that it was an emergence of technology, an emergence of developed consciousness, okay? So I, I, I don't find it, you know, uh, shocking, but I find it highly interesting. I mean, I was like, I always thought it was weird to think about, like, God's consciousness is so big and we're so small that it's not really aware of us individually. Not true. But when I think about now, like, because it's like, how are these, how would, how, why would the universe care about whether I have a, you know, whether I get this, uh, this thing done or that thing done or whatever? But you think about maybe it's 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 like it's greater consciousness, but within its consciousness. Well, I've taught you all of this, and this starts to be where you're splitting hairs and making yourself go nutty. Okay, if you look at it from that perspective, you really come up with the the feeling and viewpoint where you're at, where you're kind of trying to wrap your head around certain things. Okay, if you take what you understand in the 21st century, okay, of technology, which is actually still crude, you understand that a, a computer could monitor every last minute detail okay and that it is fully aware of it and it's expecting you to follow a sequence of programs that you're designed to follow hence the ball that I talk about and it bouncing it has a higher level of predicting and where everything is going it's aware of everything and as much as it wants to randomize it it already knows what's going to happen so is it random or not random it still comes down to the equations all running, every single person running their equations. Their, their whole life is a program if you think about it, okay? And to us it seems very complex and impossible, but to a technology far superior to ours, billions of years more advanced, okay? Every movement even of your hair is calculated, okay? So as you're running that program, the hope is something unique evolves from something in this this petri dish of all these running programs okay and this is an anomaly and it's the anomaly that new data can be created or or reflected upon that creates a whole new like um, a macro of events okay and so therefore that is what is really going on so for us to think about it all being mapped out already I always say it's 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 both and neither. You're, you're not necessarily living a life that's predicted and programmed. 
but you are programmed to live a life that's that essentially is predictable by default. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. So if you can do something unexpected or something unexpected occurs, now that becomes an anomaly moment. That becomes something that the universe turns and looks at, and it's curious, and it, it may be able to draw new computations from. But when we start talking about computations and programming, it has a very sterile feel to it. And this is that, that thing when I say when people would get uh, depressed or something. When you start looking at it from that perspective, it's, it makes you feel as if um, it's all synthetic and it, there's, you lose that connection. And I would say to you, well, that's because you're dying. You're, you're really disconnecting and it's the fear that's making you f designed for that to bring you back, to not let you go through that process. And so there are other people who are like, okay, well, I'll throw myself into it. The question then becomes, will I make it through? Right. And that's another fear level of coming through. But if you use proper teachings and you reapproach it, if you approach any of the teachings, once you know this properly, everything changes and everything you need to know is there. Everything. I've taught everything for, for, for decades now. And you need all that knowledge to not... It's, it's actually also to not go crazy through that process. That's the point of it. I'm disconnecting you from the grid. Right. That's the point. And I'm making you operational on a higher level. What, what essentially you're doing is you're cutting the cords not from people. You're cutting the data cord. You're cutting the Gaia mind as a program for you to run, just like the cells of your body are running a program, technically speaking. You're cutting a, a cord that you assumed was the force. Right. And in reality, it's not. Do you understand? Yeah. And that's what's scary. You're like, well, this whole time, Eric, you've had us die on the force. Well, yes, because it's, it's intermerged with everything. Right. But there is a, 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 a network system that you could say is beyond you know, normal. But for me to, to try to explain that to you when we first met, is impossible. You yeah. you lacked the the structure, the foundation, the, the framework to even grasp your mind. I mean, you might as well say it's like trying to explain engineering to a ten year old in detail. Okay, but now the the data is there, the knowledge, the training is there, and that time has come. So it's really about me now. People, you know, everybody was saying now, oh, this this last class you did the EJP live class was like, oh, this is old school, it's hardcore training. Well, I'm, there's a reason I know things. It's time, you know, and, and there's a level to everything. And that knowledge is good theoretically, but it's really amazing and profound when you actually put it into work and you realize that having revelations isn't just sitting in your chair thinking about it. Having revelations is in the moment you actually connect your mind to something and you realize it's still your mind that you're doing an action, but it, it is your mind. This none of this is real. Right. So you're still in your head. You just you just are doing the motions, and of course, physical activity or practice you wanna you wanna slow down. Well, that's all designed that way for a reason. Right. I mean, I I would say to people is is this: How many times have you had the revelation, and it should have changed your life? But like a dream, it evaporated and, and then you went back along and all of a sudden it comes back again. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting there. 
and then it's as if something happens and you just go right back to normal and we talk about this in so many different ways but taking it very head on you're trying to beat a system that's designed hands down to squash you right okay so the idea is how many ways can i prepare you how many times i have to have you go through little squashes in until i can kind of in a sense in one lifetime give you multiple reincarnations of constantly revamping and redesigning your architecture as as a conscious program and to the point that i can make you self-operational that's what enlightenment is okay it's the ability to to work within our around the confines of the program but simultaneously work with it one foot in one foot out so failing is really part of the the majority of people will fail um that's just simply a fact and you know white cells in themselves there's no guarantee you you could be a white cell still operating within the realms of a program of being a white cell the if you really think about it if if in an, another it's probably be a thousand years but or, or less maybe who knows maybe my teachings will take on but at the end of the day it's the program is still running the program for white cells it it of course wants these anomalies to occur and we're one family of anomalies no more and no less than a paranormal event would happen on earth okay some of that is done on purpose it's not the paranormal event it's to flush out white cells it's to flush out fresh thinking and kind of mess with the system a little bit and see what the reaction is and movies like the matrix and others yeah. uh, vanilla sky i thought was an awesome movie this is all educating people if you would have released any of those movies 20 30 years ago okay you know 40 50 years ago people would know what to do with it and it's the same thing now teaching people in another 10 years I mean look back at 10 years ago at yourselves it's remarkable yeah okay and so you know you're gonna look back at this now you're gonna be like huh but the only one who's been consistent is you think about it yeah why so at the end of the day I just want people to get to where I'm at that that is the the end result and you know the the effects and results people have gotten if you really truly think about it are profound and, and the body of work speaks for itself mm -hmm. but anybody who thinks that they're gonna sign on board and have a quick fix and it's all all done in a short period of time is crazy it's a commitment for your life and even though you attain a certain level you you don't stop you continue to press forward and move your consciousness forward If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather 
a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio.